everybody. Welcome to Letterman Row. I am Austin Ward, joined by Jeremy Birmingham. This is the Buyers Auto Practice Report. Yes, that means Ohio State is actually practicing. Uh, it had been uh, a week since they had a, a real practice on a Tuesday. They had you know, gone against trash cans last week after the positive test came up. Uh, but Wednesday, Thursday were lighter days before the cancellation against Illinois. Uh, then they hit the pause button, didn't practice on Saturday or Sunday. Uh, resumed Monday with uh, some team-related activities, opened up the Woody, had some virtual meetings, small group practices. But now uh, the full pause is off. Ohio State uh, practicing on Tuesday at the Woody. Uh, looking more likely, Berm, like the game against Michigan State could happen now. Yeah, thankfully, it's obviously been a, uh, a challenging couple of days for the program and for fans who are wondering what the heck is going on. But, um, you know, what we what we saw on Friday night was a proactive decision from Ohio State to, that said to have the best chance to play against Michigan State and Michigan, they had to stop things and, and save that trip to Illinois. And I think for a lot of people that was troubling uh, initially, but it seems like they've been validated in these last couple of days by that decision. Um, an opportunity to take a step back, get things under control, increase the, the testing and, and change the things that they were doing in the facility. And obviously it worked. Yeah, and, and we still don't know the exact number of uh, impacted players or coaches. Um, what We have a pretty good idea of where they lie, and we certainly know that they were above the threshold uh, in that population total on Friday night. They weren't over in both cases, but that was what you were talking about, to maybe trade one game Illinois for two, uh, Michigan State and the game on December 12th, seeing what happens there. But, you know, we do know that they, they have – the numbers have not gone up in the last couple of days. Uh, there's an indication that no new positive tests really since Sunday. Uh, but they were, at a, they were at a point where they were close enough. If they'd had one or two more, they could have been tripping up into the red-red situation where the Big Ten would shut them down for seven days. So that has not happened. That means that Ohio State, uh, comfortable with those testing numbers, can get back on the field. Now that's – that's even ahead maybe of what we thought the schedule could be for them this week. Um, you know, when Ryan Day was talking about being willing and able to play based on a full practice on Thursday and a walkthrough on Friday before going to East Lansing on Saturday, that in my mind, Berm suggested that that was sort of what they were projecting out uh, as a worst case scenario. Maybe that wasn't the right or fair read of it, but being able to do, you know, some uh, physical activity on a Monday and then, opening back up for all team functions on Tuesday, that points ahead to them being able to actually play that game in a more sure way than even that uh, we probably could have imagined on Friday or Saturday. Well, again, I mean, I think what they did was take the decision out of the Big Ten's hands so that they could react as they best as they saw best fit. Um, and clearly, if you have back-to-back -back days of no positive tests, that's a pretty big positive. Uh, for the program, things are moving in the right direction. You do have, of course, with this virus, you don't know when someone could test positive. You might see a positive test on Thursday. So then the question becomes, if it's just one isolated test, does that change anything? But, um, you know, they, they did this with a clear goal in mind, and that was to clear the playing field, clean the playing field, make sure the facility was locked down, um, and with the goal of playing at Michigan State on Saturday. And I think that the nice thing is for Ohio State, they, they feel confident enough that they felt like, hey, we could play at Michigan State with two days of practice. Um, you know, obviously that's not ideal, but nothing about this situation or this year is ideal. So you just make do and you make the best of it you can. The other part of this that 
all of this is really kind of beyond Ohio State's control, no matter even if your protocol is great. Uh, and the Buckeyes have been very successful about that, staying at that 0% uh, you know, through August. But outside of the Woody, you still have to rely on Michigan State and then next week Michigan uh, to handle its business or prevent any illness spreading as much as they can. There was no indication from Michigan State. Mel Tucker had his press conference on Tuesday afternoon that they were that the Spartans were not going to be ready to play. Again, it's only Tuesday. Uh, all of this stuff has to be bear, uh, watched throughout the week. It was Wednesday when issues propped up for Ohio State last week. But uh, the same is true now for Michigan. If you're looking ahead to December 12th, um, uh, Angelique Chingelis reported that only one of those tests uh, that Michigan shut down for on Monday turned back positive. So if you're counting up the numbers uh, and trying to get ahead to, to count to six and, and what could happen for the Big Ten uh, championship game criteria, it seems as if it's back in play for Ohio State. Again, it's a day-by-day process, but all three of those signs seem to be going in the right direction. And it's important for people to understand that things can still change. I mean, it, it may maybe the six games doesn't change, but as we've talked about here and elsewhere, and you people have probably read, the, the college football playoff is not beholden to a set number of games. So as long as the Buckeyes wins, win the games that they play, they're still in a position to end up in the college football playoff. Whether or not that happens, who knows, but they're at least not going to be ruled out from it. So um, I know that Buckeye fans were panicked on Monday when Michigan put their program on the temporary hold, but they're back to the playing field. Nobody in Ann Arbor, uh, as much as they all are, I think, pretty aware that Ohio State is a better team than them. None of them would want to walk away from that game and not play it. So don't try to hold on to that narrative if you're looking for, you know, a thing to hate Jim Harbaugh for. Like, Michigan wants to play that game. Um, and Michigan State obviously wants to play after their second, uh, you know, big win against a ranked opponent uh, this season. So yeah, everyone wants to play, and, and nobody has, uh, you know, been louder about that than Ohio State from the beginning. And clearly, the decision to sacrifice the Illinois game was uh, made with that very thought in mind. I think that that's the most interesting, uh, amusing conspiracy theory that that Jim Harbaugh could stick it to the Buckeyes on the way out the door. As somebody who is as famously competitive as him, to not even have one more shot to beat them and then just move on uh, and be viewed at as a coward sleeking out the back door, there's no way that he is trying to dodge that game. I simply don't buy that. And it's funny, you know, uh, or maybe it's just a, a, a panic, a reaction to the worst-case scenario that could happen. But, you know, the, the concern would be that Michigan players just check out and don't follow protocol. But right. clearly Jim Harbaugh is going to make sure that everything is in line so they, they, that game still means everything to that program, even when they're losing. Well, it may mean more to your program if you have a chance to play the game and win on the field and, and knock off a team that's trying to make the college football playoff. Uh, it, it may actually hold more meaning this year, knowing that it could be Jim Harbaugh's last game uh, in Ann Arbor. At, you know, you we all remember the win one for Earl back in the in the 80s. I'm not sure that the Michigan players or parents uh, revere uh, Jim Harbaugh the way that Earl Bruce was uh, respected by Ohio State fans and, and players at that time. But um, certainly everyone wants to play. Uh, nobody fought through everything that these teams have fought through for the last four months uh, to not play football. So, right, I mean, it, it, it is a good conspiracy theory, but it, it's, it is just that. 
we we sometimes like good conspiracy theories on the buyer's auto practice report, but that again is a week ahead. We can't really worry about that. So cliches are, are are that because they are true. They they become cliches for a reason. And that is Ohio State has to take it day by day, and they have to get to this game first before they can even worry about that. If they're going to get to the six game uh, threshold, need to make it to Saturday to play Michigan State. It looks like they are going to be on track to do that. Practice resume, team related activities resume. They've had stuff both Monday and Tuesday that are positive developments uh, to be ready for that game on Saturday. Um, we will follow every development that comes throughout the week at Letterman Row as Ohio State tries to get ready for that game on Saturday at noon in East Lansing. He's Burn. I'm Austin Ward. This has been the Buyers Auto Practice Report. We'll see you next time.